Welcome to Beautiful Dust Specs. It's a new show where I will share with you the thoughts, feelings, and ideas that science can provide you. The discussions on this podcast will hopefully fill you with awe and curiosity. I will try and show you how even a basic understanding of science can enliven and motivate you to understand just how truly amazing you are. I'm Alex Hofelt. I'm a high school biology and astronomy teacher with a bachelor's degree in biology. I'm also a registered yoga instructor, and I am a voracious learner. Each week, I will bring you new ideas and present them to you with passion and enthusiasm while all you have to do is sit back, relax, and enjoy this ride that we call life. So let's first start our little journey here with the talk about perspectives. That's what we're going to be trying to do here. We're going to try and be giving you new perspectives to change your ideas of self and life and the world around you. Perspectives are powerful things. They shape a lot about who we are, what we are, and what we feel as us. Every day of your life, you've gone through life just obtaining new ones and gathering and kind of modifying, tweaking, or morphing as you go. And that's a big part of life. That's what it's all about. But I want you to think about it from a scientific perspective when you tune into this podcast. So you're a human. Therefore, you're this tiny little tiny creature. You're an array of infinite possibilities and complexity regardless of your size. You're sitting in this chair right now with energy flowing through each and every cell in your body. Your body produces upwards of 100 to 2,000 watts of energy at any given time. So there you are, this ball of energy, this little mat, this little matter ball, this little thing energized like a battery with all all that energy and matter, all of it that it's ever was and will ever be, came from this in- instant tiny little thing that we call the singularity, this point of unknown mass and density or origin even that rapidly expanded 13.8 billion years ago into the thing that we call the universe, into the thing that we call space-time, into gravity, energy, the electromagnetic spectrum, all of it that you can ever possibly imagine, even gravity. All of this came out of this tiny little thing, and we call this beginning of this story the Big Bang that happened 13.8 billion years ago. This number's too big. It doesn't, you can't grasp it. It's too large for our, our little puny brains to get an understanding of it. Your brain's not puny, it's actually really awesome. So let's get back to this matter and energy. So all of this went on this journey. It traveled through space and time, starting at this origin point, what we're going to call the singularity. It's just what scientists call it today. This matter and energy, later on, roughly 5 billion years ago, started to form up into this colossal cloud of interstellar tie-dye that we call a nebula. Just go on Hubble site and just org I think it is, and just check it out. Just look at these weird, wild, and awesomely cool, amazing pictures that are this Hubble telescope has taken out and shown us. It's an amazing thing. So my dog's name's actually Hubble. I didn't name it after the telescope. I actually named it after the scientist because he was super cool, like the first guy to be a nerd jock. But anyways, I digress. So this matter and energy, once it formed up into this nebula, started to spin and compress and condense from the forces of gravity. What it was compressing down to was this huge luminous ball of hydrogen that we call the sun. This thing that rises up over the horizon every single morning and has the audacity to illuminate the sky in this array of colors. This event we call sunrises, these things can spark in us all the emotions that one could imagine, just enlightening the array that is the human feelings and emotion spectrum. This ball consumed 99.8% of all the matter that exists inside our solar system. So that leaves 0.2% left over to form up anything that we've learned about in school that is our solar system. 75% of all the planetary matter in the, in the solar system is actually found inside Jupiter. That's just incredible. 
And from what we remained of this matter cloud, this thing that we call a nebula, the interstellar debris of dust. There you go. We're leaning towards why you're understanding the title here. This thing formed up this stunning blue and green ball that humans call Earth. So on this planet, then there's you. You standing on this spaceship as it goes around its gravitational orbital journey, traveling 940 million kilometers or 584 million miles at a relatively slow speed, slow relative to humans, of 67,000 miles per hour. And this only this journey only takes 365 and a quarter days. So recently, us cool humans here, we had our little arbitrary inventions that formed up a long time ago that we call calendars, and we are now ringing in the new year. This global event that rings in yet another trip around the heliosphere. This trip that the planet has already made, so if I get this number right, 1,642,500,000,000 times before. And yes, that came from Wikipedia, but that's what we got going on right now. So we're just going to have to deal with it. So let's start with that little journey towards our new perspective, and we're going to come back to this from us. So here's our new year perspective as we go into this, you know, a little New Year's resolution to open our brain and let knowledge change our perspectives on how amazing it truly is. So instead of Googling today the science of motivation, let's let the science be our motivation. So who are you and what are you? In terms of the scale, you're a scale of inconceivable stellar itty-bittiness. Relative to our universe, calling us a dust speck doesn't even cut it. But our scale of complexity, on a scale of awe, on a scale of wonder, you are without measure. When taking this perspective, the universe looks at you and goes, Dang, that is one complex collection of stardust. So you're just this little thing, a thing fueled by starlight, energized by a ball of hydrogen plasma that burns at nearly 10 million degrees Kelvin at the core of our sun. It smashes hydrogen into helium through this weird, cool process called thermal nuclear fusion, something so powerful we can't even replicate it on, on Earth here. It, take, it just requires way too much force. The energy does not, that is not converted into the helium from hydrogen, that energy gets released in the form of a photon, which to us is light. This photon in its core has to make an incredible journey still. From the core, it has to go through this thing that we call the random walk, this meandering, bouncing of different particle path until it could reach the outside of the sun. This could take upwards of a million years from being generated in the core to get to the outside of the sun to be released to Earth. Once it does that, it's going to travel at a speed of 180,000 miles per second. That's the speed of light transversing a distance that is staggering at 93 million miles from the Earth to the sun. This journey at that speed of light still takes 8.2 minutes to get here. And once it arrives, it collides with these wondrous green or red creatures that have the superpower of unimagined importance that we call photosynthesis. These amazing plants and algae take that sun with a dash of water and a pinch of carbon dioxide, and they put it into these little ovens that they call chloroplasts. It's just an analogy. It's not really an oven. And they produce this you know, pretty cool great byproducts that we call sugar and oxygen. This sugar is then eaten by leaf eaters. The leaf eaters are then eaten by you, you omnivore you. Then that creature takes in a deep breath of oxygen that diffuses into the bloodstreams and makes it all the way to every single cell inside your body. 
That sugar and oxygen then can mix in your mitochondria. The process is then called cellular respiration. It's the reason you breathe. You ever wondered? You wake up every single day. You have to sit there and you inhale and exhale, inhale and exhale, right? Very mindful of you to do this, but we don't do it mindfully. We just breathe. You're breathing to give yourself energy, to allow for cellular respiration to take place in the mitochondria to produce the wondrous thing that is called ATP or metabolic energy. This then electrifies the machine that is you, preparing you to go about the day and go through and interact with all the other 7 billion homo sapiens on this planet. So this machine that you are is made up of 3.72 times 10 to the 23rd cells. That's 3.72 with 23 zeros after it. Write that thing down and check it out. I'm going to try and do it right now. Each of these cells have their own specific, you know, specific job that they were replicated to do. They make protein. These proteins are creating the structures and therefore allowing for the functions of each of these cells. Differentiation between a liver, a heart, a lung, a skin, an eye, or whatever. But these cells are what you are because they allow for the structure, that allow for the function, and that function is you. These allow you to eat, to sleep, and therefore to live. So what are you, this little machine, you crazy amount of cells that's fueled by sunlight? You're a creature that's been given more superpowers than you could ever possibly imagine, an animal more complex than anyone can truly comprehend, a weird, wild, wonderful, walking, talking, thinking, feeling, powerful individual, an individual that has ears to hear, a collection of organized sound waves speeding through the atmosphere that we call music, music that strikes your inner ear, which just moves three tiny little, tiny little bones that can then turn those sound waves into communication into your brain and your brain's like man this is my jam y'all a creature that can then control these silly amounts of nerves that control these cool things that we call muscles and get those muscles moving and grooving in a specific way of you know series of rhythmic movements we call that dancing you're a creature then that can take these emotions that are resonating inside you, cascading through your bodies, and you can be motivated by your five senses, and you can move your fingers to create words on a page. You can create language, and it's, using your fine motor skills, you can write it down. And these words, these pages of words, can allow us to communicate to the other 7 billion Homo sapiens out there what are these expansive ideas, these feelings, these emotions that are flowing through that wondrous fatty massive tissue that is your brain. So what are you? You're nothing, and you're also everything. You are a beautiful little dust speck. So why does this matter? Why does this make you feel motivated? I'm, I don't know how to motivate you to feel motivated, but this just does it for me. So sharing my ideas about this whole thing, this is what science is to me. This is why I've studied it for as long as I can remember studying it. This is why I wake up every day excited to teach this. And if I can teach you vocab, that's one thing. That's not as important. I want you, the listener, my students, who's ever taken the time to hear my stupid science rants here, to use it, to interpret internalize this and use it to motivate you to see that there's not a single process, a single moment in your life that is not complex, that is not beyond measurable ideologies of craziness that you could ever even think about. There's nothing your body does that we can replicate in machinery that it does better. Like there's just no possible way. You are sitting here as machine that's just fueled by sunlight just made of stardust in a universe that's 13.7 billion years old that's expanding at an acceleratory rate incredible 
that's what this stuff can do. That's what it should do. The ideas behind this is really too much to comprehend at time, but it's a way of being mindful. If I teach a yoga class, I start the class, not with like oming and other stuff, which is all great and it's all good things, even if we usually om at the end of class, but you can take something that relates to science and use that as your internal motivation. And a deeper, profound appreciation of the biology that is you is what makes this all amazing. I remember as a child, what got me into this journey was my, my dad and my mom being very science nerd humans as well but some guy told me that there was hydrochloric acid inside your stomach and i was like this little kid like no way like i just saw alien like that kind of acid and he's like yeah it can literally eat through a desk if it was concentrated enough i was smart enough i guess to know why wouldn't it eat through me and he told me that there's this mucous membrane that can you know encases your entire stomach lining that allows for the hydrochloric acid to be used for good but the homeostatic balance stays intact because of this membrane and negates the bad that got me going that got me on a huge journey and now at this day and age as a 32 year old science nerd what gets me pumped up on this is how it's all connected and you can use it to empower you in life and use it to make you motivated to not only appreciate yourself but appreciate everything around you including the other human beings you're all on this rock this tiny little thing that we call earth being accelerated to the ground at 9.8 meters per second per second you know it's there it's holding you up einstein says that we're actually falling through space and it's the earth that's getting in our way the earth is there to support your feet but the cool thing and the kind of tragically intense thing about it is that everyone around you turn to your left to your right you're in your car look at all the human beings going around you're at school you're on the treadmill whatever it is you're doing we're all in this together we're all standing here made of the same stuff 90 i don't even want to tell you it's over 99 percent of the dna and the person to your left and to your right is almost identical we're all in this together so when you guys go out there be kind to humans be kind to animals appreciate the things that you are enjoy the food that you're eating as you just shove it into your face and your body breaks it down into all the four biological molecules that are you taking a big drink of water that water's been here for 3.5 billion years it could have been drank by a dinosaur and now it's going to fuel you it's going to hydrate all that you are and forever will be all you got to do is just keep it going just put it in the right environment and this body will just flourish it will take off it'll fly open your mind to things like this podcast or any of the other ones that are out there there's so many great things now we live in the age of knowledge there's never been a greater collection of perspective changing ideas and thoughts feelings and emotions than there is today because you have the internet sign on to wikipedia wikipedia is a singularity the internet's a singularity kick off things in motion put whatever it may be and just like the big bang itself kick it into motion and see what happens the universe didn't know what was going to go down these random chaotic occurrences of events have led to you being you this walking talking thinking feeling thing that can choose what's up that can use that cognizant idea your consciousness that little voice in your head use that voice for good fill it with good things fill it with knowledge there's a world of enemies out there people trying to bring you down haters gonna hate little taylor swift for you going on but you need to use that voice, that inner consciousness voice as a gift for power. And with great power comes great responsibility. Have yourself be your biggest fan. Go in today and use the reflective nature of a mirror and give yourself a high five. Give yourself even a little little fist bump. You can try and kiss yourself on the cheek, but it'll get weird. You'll kiss yourself on the mouth, you know. That's a laws of optics joke there, people. It's just reflection. No big deal. 
So that's what I hope for this will this will provide for you. This will allow you that every week we can open our open up ourselves to our new ideas. Hopefully, down the road, get some interviews going on people just talking about what is the most astounding fact you've ever done. Carl Sagan said, "We're all made of star stuff," and that's where the title comes from. You're all sitting here, tiny little beautiful dust specks. So I hope that this this alivens you a little bit and gets you just thinking even a little bit, putting your nerd cap on for 15 to 20 minutes here and there, and go forth tomorrow. Look down and open and close your hand and just understand the symphony of connectivity that is allowing your hand to open and close. And then just enjoy the ride. Thanks, people. See you next time.